Welcome, I'm Chris Tinsley. This is Finances for Everyone, where we want to help you buy your first primary home or investment property. So today we're going to talk about some things that you may have not known about house down payments, as well as really how much you have to come up with uh, to actually buy a house. Thanks for checking out today's episode. If you want to find out more about finances for everyone, go to the show notes and click on our link to our website. There you can read our blog, look at some of our real estate courses, as well as get a free gift by filling out your information in the banner. So let's get right on into it, talking about home loans and how much you really need to put down on your home loan. So I have done a number of different loans. I've done conventional, but I've also done VA loans. And we'll talk about VA loans in the next section, but I just wanted to tell you uh, for myself, VA loans have been awesome. They require you to put 0% down and they're available to you know any military members that have served out there. And then also um, it's available to some spouses and some people in some other situations um, that you can see uh, that I'll put to the link in the show notes. Uh, but VA loans are awesome. I've used them on two houses so far and they allow you to get into the house without having to put a bunch of cash down which you know depending on your situation it can be really really helpful um, but the other great thing about it is it requires no PMI or private mortgage insurance usually when you put less than 20% down you're gonna have to pay some sort of private mortgage insurance um, every single month until you get up to that 20% equity in your property uh, but with a VA loan they waive that fee and you don't have to pay it at all so the VA loan, if you are military, this can be a great option for you. After the VA loan, we'll talk about um, the USDA loan, the FHA, and some of the conventional loans. But uh, for all you military people out there, uh, a VA loan is awesome because it allows you to put 0% down. And the only thing that you have to do is there's a funding fee with it. So with this VA funding fee, uh, the first time that you ever use it, it's going to add 2.3% uh, onto your purchase price. So if you buy a house for $100,000, it's going to add uh, $2,030 onto the purchase price of your house. So it's a little bit extra, but that's wrapped into your loan. You don't actually have to come up with that money um, if you don't want to. And then if you put 5% down on the VA loan, that brings that down to 1.65%. And then if you put 10% or more, it only that brings it down to 1.4%. And then you can use this VA loan multiple times. You have a certain amount that is going to be capped at for how much you can borrow. And for subsequent use after that first time, um, if you don't want to put any money down, that's going to add a funding fee of 3.6% onto your loan. Um, and then if you do the 5% or 10% down, that's still going to bring that down to 1.65 or 1.4. Uh, so you do have a funding fee associated with it. But this is the thing, right? Like think about what you could do with all of that money that you would have had to put down for your house. Like for some people in some situations, you may still be paying down debt. Uh, so that may be better use of your money is to pay down that debt uh, rather than putting it into your house right now. But that's the thing with the VA loan is that it gets you into a property. It gets you into a house um, so that you don't have to be in that renting situation anymore. And you can also get approved for houses that you wouldn't think um, you could get approved for. So like I got approved for two houses and they were fixer uppers. Um, and so I actually was able to go in there, fix them up and uh, sell them for a profit. So that is extremely good use of the VA loan, especially when I didn't have to put any money down. The only thing I had to pay for uh, was the rehab costs. 
The next loan that we're going to talk about is the USD loan or the US Department of Agriculture loan. So this loan has a zero down payment loan guarantee program and this is generally going to be for more rural areas. Um, so if you're not a rural area, you know, FHA or conventional um, are going to be for you if you're not a military veteran and can take advantage of the VA loan. Uh, but it's backed by the US Department of Agriculture's Rural Development Program. And I'll put a link to some of the eligibility and qualification of the USDA loans that are out there. Um, but here's kind of the bottom line for you, right? So you're not going to qualify if your income's too high. Uh, you also have to be in an eligible area. And so you can check the USDA uh, eligibility site that I'll link below to see if you are in an area that they approve those loans. And you can only get a loan approved if it is going to be your primary residence um, or somewhere that you currently occupy right now. And there's a lot of other like qualifications with this loan, uh, but it doesn't hurt if you are in some of those more rural areas uh, to go out there and see if you qualify for this loan because it is 0% down also, um, which can be really awesome, especially if you don't have the money to put down um, to buy a house. So then there's the FHA loan. So the FHA mortgage, um, this is a government backed uh, mortgage and the minimum down payment for this is going to be 3.5%. So think about this. So if you buy a $200,000 house, you only need to save $7,000 to get into a home loan. So uh, if you have a credit score that's 580 or higher, that's all you have to pay is 3.5%. If you have a credit score though of 500 to 579, you're gonna have to pay up to 10% down. So it's really important to make sure that you get your credit score up before you apply for these um, so that you can have at least above a 580 uh, and you can apply for that and have a lower amount that you have to come up with on the down payment. And then some of the other things um, that a lot of people don't think about is that your debt to income ratio needs to be below 43%. So what that means is how much money that you make every single month, you can't be paying more than 43% of your income going towards um, debt every single month. So if you have a ton of credit cards uh, or if you have a ton of car loans, you have to make sure that, that you are not paying out more than 43% of your income uh, every single month to be able to qualify for this loan. Uh, this also has to be your primary residence. It can't be an investment property. And then you also have to have a steady uh, income and proof of employment, just like you would for any other type of loan um, when you go to buy a house. But FHA loan can be a great option because you have to put so little down um, and really you can come up with that money if you are disciplined enough. Um, and most people can come up with that kind of money uh, in under a year, but you know, a lot of times it's gonna take some cutting your lifestyle and not doing as many things as you used to be doing so that you can get yourself in a home. And then you have your conventional loan. So this is your regular, you know, 30 year fixed mortgage loan. I think there's a common misconception with the conventional loan. A lot of people think that you have to have 20% down in order to qualify for this loan, but that's not true. Uh, usually you have to have at least 5% down um, for the down payment. So if you're buying a $200,000 house, uh, you'll need to put down $10,000 to secure uh, that loan if it's 5%. Um, there's some other loans out there like the uh, Fannie Mae, Home Ready, and Freddie Mac uh, Home Possible Mortgages uh, that you maybe need as little as 3% down. Uh, but a lot of these houses you can get into for less than 20%. So 20% takes a long time for most people to save up, especially depending on the area of the country that you're in um, and how much houses are going for. Uh, you know, it could take you a long time to save up 20%. So in the meantime, look for other programs that are out there that can loan you this money um, to where you don't need to put a full 20% down. But there also are some reasons that you should put 20% down. 
there's a ton of benefits. So in the long run, you're going to pay less for your home. So if you're putting 20% down uh, on a $100,000 mortgage, right, you're going to owe $80,000. So now you're not having to pay any interest on that extra, you know, $20,000 that you put down. You've already paid down uh, your loan quite a bit. So it's going to uh, be a lot less money in the long run. Also, when you put 20% down, you can also get a lower mortgage loan interest rate. Um, so you're not having to pay as high of a percentage every single month towards the interest. Um, so you're going to most likely be able to be a more competitive in a crowded market uh, because you're going to you know, not be one of those people that is only putting down a few percentage um, points. They're going to actually be putting down you know, a lot more cash and it makes you more attractive when you want to go buy your home. You also won't have to pay private mortgage insurance every single month. So when you, like I said before, if you put less than 20% down, you have to pay PMI until you get up to uh, at least 20% equity on your property. Putting 20% down um, takes care of that problem right away. And so you're going to pay less for your mortgage uh, right off the bat because you won't be paying that PMI until you get to that 20% down. So for most people, you know, they're talking themselves out of buying a house um, for a number of reasons. Uh, maybe they're just think they don't have enough money to be able to buy a house because everybody says that they need 20% down or uh, maybe they're just you know scared to deal with issues that pop up in your house you know having to deal with your own maintenance uh, which is really not that big scary of a thing you know it's not that hard to call a repairman um, and it's not that hard to fix some of these things yourself with a quick YouTube video uh, and then other people just you know, don't want to deal with any hassle at all. So they are just dumping their money into rent every single month and they are losing out in the long run because rents go up in the long term. But if you get a 30 year fixed mortgage, that's going to stay the same price for you for 30 years. And so you're never going to have to pay more than that. Unlike renting for 30 years, uh, your rent is going to go up over that time period and it's going to get very, very expensive. So I encourage you to go out there, look at some of these links that are in the show notes for the different types of loan. We talked about the VA loan, the USDA loans, as well as the FHA and conventional loans and click on those websites and see what you can qualify for and go out there and make it happen. Um, you can also find out more information on some of this on our YouTube channel. You can get that in the show notes as well as our podcasts. Um, and then also our blog has a ton of resources as well that you can learn more about how to buy your first primary home or maybe you're ready to buy an investment property. Uh, that is why Finances for Everyone is here. Thanks for checking out today's video. If you want to find out more about real estate, check out our real estate investing course. Uh, I have a link for it down in the show notes. This course is going to help you be able to buy real estate deals and really try to figure out uh, some of the ways that you can find deals in your area, as well as reach out and interview some of the experts that you're going to need to have on your team if you want to do real estate investing properly, or even if you just want to buy your own primary home, this course is going to help. So go to the show notes and click on the real estate deal finding toolkit. Till next time.